why good employees quit. This is a topic we're talking about today. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show. My name is Hingham and my husband and I, we own four restaurants here in the San Antonio area. I love connecting with folks in the restaurant industry and be of help in any way that I can. And I get to answer Johnny's question today that he left on our website at www.makingdoughshow.com. And um, he wanted to know why some of his good employees are quitting. And um, now that's a generic question that he's asking me, but today I wanna to give you some top tips uh, that I have found why we've lost employees and what are some of the things that we've learned to improve in that aspect of our restaurant in hopes that it'll serve you. Did you know that there was some study done and I don't know, in some fancy university asking, I don't know, a group of uh, people in the management and also employees, asking a lot of these employees that have quit, what, what is kind of the main reason that they've quit their previous jobs? And can you guess the most common um, answer is communication. Now, of course, you can look up a similar study on the divorces that are out there. And one of the reasons divorces are happening is the lack of communication. Lack of communication, if you think about it in the example of a divorce, sadly, is that the lack of effective communication leads to a couple not being in the same page, right? Then they end up, this one is trying to go this way, the other one's going that way, they don't have the same vision, they don't have the same goal, the clarity is missing, and that is because of that lack of communication. Very similar thing is happening in our businesses. And the truth is, there is plenty of communication that goes on in many businesses. Um, I don't know about you guys, but you know, obviously in our restaurants, people talk to each other all the time in the hallway, up on a ride. There's a lot of chatter that goes on. And maybe you are a manager and you're watching this uh, or listening to this podcast and you're like, you know what? I talk to my team all the time. I know you do. Now, Let's talk about it. Yes, the communication is happening. That's why I use the term effective communication. And that's why we're gonna dig a little bit into that topic. The truth is that, you know, it's something that we need to assess. There is too much of low substance communication. It is low structured. It is on the spot. And a lot of times it's a chatter about the day, about the traffic, about something funny, about a TV show that has no substance. It has no depth and sadly will not accomplish anything in light of what we're talking about. It will not lead to a team member improving their performance. That's why we need to kind of shift our focus a little bit in increasing the frequency of the, co the communication that we're having with our team and make it structured and high substance one-on-one -on -one meeting. That must be documented because when something is documented, when you sit down as a manager with a team member in the dining room for a check-in, it could be five minutes, it could be 10 minutes, and you have a piece of paper with you and a pen, it makes it official. It shows that you genuinely care. I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to give you feedback. In fact, a lot of times when we meet with our team, we ask them to get grab a piece of paper so they are able to document and write stuff down. I've honestly found out there is no other way but this, which is effective one-on-ones with your team as a manager, there is nothing else that's gonna get you that same result where you have this vehicle, these one-on-one -on -one meetings that you have with your team members, that's the vehicle to give direction, to kudo your team, to troubleshoot, to figure out what's been the obstacle, what's the vision, where do they wanna see themselves in the company, to gain clarity, to get to know them for them to get to know us for coaching and for support. When people receive coaching from a manager in a one-on-one -on -one setting, it could be once a week, every two weeks, it could be even once a month that you sit down. That's why this boring topic of monthly, uh, what is it, monthly evaluations and blah, 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 that we've turned in this corporate bureaucracy 
bureaucratic kind of a thing. But obviously there is a reason for that. That is not obviously it's being misused. When employees have one-on-one -on -one time with you in a high substance, high structured meeting, they feel seen by you that you make the time and they know you're busy. They, you made the time to sit down with them. They feel seen. They feel valued. They feel appreciated. Ding, 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 ding. It's a lot of times people quit because they're like, I don't feel appreciated. And when you ask them, well, how can I make you feel appreciated? A lot of times the easy answer is money. When that is not reality is that they don't feel seen by you. They don't feel valued and appreciated. And a lot of it is going to be solved if you spend that one-on-one -on -one time with them and check in and ask some good questions. This will lead to the team morale to go up one person at a time. They feel purposeful and the work that they do, they feel connected to the company, they will have more respect for you and your leadership, and this will result in higher retention. That is our top secret, having been able to keep many of our team members for years. Now, granted, you will always have a percentage of your team. I know what percentage that's gonna be, especially in the restaurant industry. This may not be their career. You're gonna have summer uh, team members. You're gonna have people who are just here for part-time for holidays or high schoolers. That is fine. A percentage of them will always quit, but we've been able to keep a large percentage of our team because we've been able to have those high structured, high substance meetings documented with our team. Sometimes it's in a group setting with our managers, but it happens every single week. This is the key to be a manager that spends less time firefighting and we all do a percentage of our time firefighting in the business to reduce those because you are empowering your team and you're able to effectively communicate the vision you have for them that the potential you see in them and how are you going to step by step get them to where they need to be and develop your team so you are less firefighting and more developing leaders in your company and you know don't complicate it start with meetings start with meeting people today and this week and if you want to check out another uh show we have on youtube and on the podcast as well uh called how to conduct pulse meetings i go over six or seven areas of the questions that you can ask a team member to gather intelligence how can you coach them how do you kudo them and guide them specifically on those needle mover areas check out the links for that particular show in the description below we are going to be focusing talking about management for the next few shows on the show so if this is a topic you're interested in and you'd like to see yourself improve be sure to subscribe to this show and now with that let's get back to work and make some dough thank you Bye bye